Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Pineapple Theory Podcast. I am your host, Reese, and this is a morning coffee, cup of coffee, morning entertainment, pineapple episode, terrible intro with me, Reese. I've already said it. Lovely. Um, yeah, here we go. Okay, so a little bit of behind the scenes. I'm actually recording this way ahead of the time that's coming out. I believe the time this is coming out, it's going to be very close to Christmas, if not super close to Christmas. Maybe, no, I think it'll be like the week of Christmas or the week before. I think Christmas is on a Sunday. I think this comes out that Monday. So this is the week of Christmas, which is super exciting. But in a sort of selfish celebration, what I want to do this Coffee Morning Monday is I want to go through and rank my favorite Star Wars movies on the tier system so if you don't know the tier system it's very popular on youtube it's basically top being the best going all the way down there's one two three four five six different tiers i'm going to put them into a sort of tier ranking and then at the very end i'll definitively decide my favorites to my least favorites so our ranking our least best ranking on tier the lowest tier is youngling the next tier up is Padawan, next tier up is Knight, next tier up is Master, next tier up is Council Master, and the final tier is Grand Master. So these are the Jedi rankings, very nerdy, but that's how this website has done it, and I'm just going to follow along. Okay, so the movies and also TV shows have been randomly assigned, um, but I'm just going to do the movies. I'm not going to include the TV shows on this one. So whatever movie comes up i'll place it into what ranking i think it is give a brief description on it and then go on from there anyway this is your monday morning pineapple theory podcast episode hope everybody had a great weekend and hope this is a little bit of joy to get you started on an awesome week which is it's christmas week i mean how can it not be awesome you know you might be off of work already or if you're not i guarantee you're going to be off of work towards the end of this week so you know chin up last few days you can do it Hope this episode is a little bit of joy for your morning cup of coffee. Coffee. All right. First up, it's a classic. We have A New Hope. So this is the original episode number four. I have no idea why that happened. I think the only reason I can think of as to why that happened. Sorry, I'm just going to adjust the microphone quickly. Sorry if you hear a bang. Um, Why did they start on episode four? I think he just knew that if it took off, it would, they'd be able to sort of re, you know, go back and do the the sequels to it, or the prequels, sorry, um, which obviously is what they ended up doing, but yeah, it's just very strange to start in episode four, but either way, New Hope, this is the original classic Star Wars, Ooh, I mean, okay, on the ranking system, one through six, it's definitely got to be at least the top in the top tier, right? I mean, this is the this is the one that started everything. New Hope, we've got, you know, introduced to Luke, Darth Vader. There's no Yoda in this one, though, in all fairness. Um, C-3PO, R2-D2, Han Solo, Leia. Like, this, this, the Death Star, this, it all started here. Okay, so, do I really like the movie, though? I do. It gives me a lot of, like, happy feelings but i definitely prefer sort of the second half to the movie i'm kind of more excited for the second half of the movie to get going than i am for the start of it now but that's only because i've seen it so many times i just feel like the start is just 
getting you used to the world and sort of filling you in i mean don't get me wrong it's great it's awesome like you know we have the original obi-wan hello there and all that sort of jazz but it just sort of is setting up the story the characters in the world which if you already know then yeah the second half is always better um so i've got master council member or grandmaster which is the best i think i'm gonna put this in master because it is a master you know it's 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 great i mean it's not the council member like this movie i wouldn't want making decisions over everything and i wouldn't say it's the grandmaster i wouldn't say it's the ultimate one but master i think is fair you know it's above oh, to say it's above average that sounds mean though doesn't it no okay i'm sticking with it master is where i'm gonna put new hope next we have attack of the clones this is episode number two hmm now we're into the prequels and it's tricky so Attack of the Clones, episode two, if you don't know, this is the one where Anakin is now all grown up. Him and Padme are slowly falling in love on Naboo. Someone's trying to assassinate Padme, Count Dooku. And at the very end, the most iconic moment of all is when we finally see Yoda draw a lightsaber and actually fight. And he's jumping all over the place going like making sound effects that I was about to do, but I'm going to hold off. Um, yeah, it's the Battle of Geonosis. It's finding out that there are clones. Uh, Django Fett, Boba Fett's dad gets introduced and Boba Fett as a kid so you know it's pretty cool because I believe this is the most lightsabers you ever see in a movie because of the Battle of Geonosis all the Jedi show up there um, but they just don't quite do as well as you'd hope um, and I think that's also the same with the movie I loved this movie growing up as a kid but nostalgia aside the lovey-dovey parts in this movie I find very difficult to watch. The the music too for the lovey-dovey scene, uh, it it's just too much. It's it's the one that's like anyway. That's my singing career over. It's just a bit annoying. There's a lot of cheesy lines and bad lines such as "I hate sand, it's coarse and it gets everywhere." So you know, not the best. I'm gonna put this. I'm going to put it as a Padawan because it tried its best. This is the second lowest tier I can. There's Youngling, then Padawan. Um, it tried its best. It's entertaining from a, from a child's point of view, but doesn't. it's not necessarily what you would enjoy as an adult, I don't think. So, yeah, I'm, put, I'm ranking that into Padawan. All right, next we have return of the jedi so this is episode number six this is the last of the original three it's where luke is now sort of self-proclaimed jedi uh jedi master or jedi knight jedi knight sorry and um he has a green lightsaber it opens with han frozen in carbonate at jabba the hutt's palace um it's the proper full introduction of jabba the hutt um and then it goes on to become his sort of like final scene with Yoda where Yoda passes on and he finds out that Leia's his sister and there's the Battle of Endor and there's the final battle between Luke and Vader where Vader then turns good, throws the Emperor down the shaft and all is good in the world until Disney buys the franchise and then they bring back the Emperor and all the rest of that jazz, which we will get to, no doubt. Either way, of the original three... This is my favorite one of the original three. Um, I know 
that Empire Strikes Back technically is the best one and the critics reviews and all that jazz like it's got better flow and all that but there's just something about this movie like there's not a single part of this movie that I don't want to watch the opening to this movie and again to clarify earlier with new hope obviously it opens and you have to introduce the world the characters the very first one so you have to spend that time doing it but this movie return of the jedi goes hard from the start we're introduced to jab the hut's palace which is maybe the coolest set on star wars ever which is why I was so excited for the Book of Boba Fett TV show because it was going to be set in and around Jabba the Hutt's palace. It's it's just so cool. Um, you know, Luke shows up. He's the the breakout Han Solo. He's got the battle in the in the in the um the Rancor pit and then the Zarlacc pit and lots of pits in the opening twenty minutes. He's got the green lightsaber. He's dressed in black. He looks badass. Oh, just. Boba Fett's in this briefly and then gets dies, but you know, he comes back for a TV show that was, yeah, well, you know, this is this is Grandmaster. This is the top tier for me. This movie, it's just the opening is so good. The middle sort of emotion with uh, with Yoda and everything going on. We then have the Battle of Endor and oh, those like oh, I'm blanking on what they call them, but like those like bike things that they ride through the forest oh, it's just the noise they make oh sound design in this movie is so good yeah the battle of endor is incredible the final battle between luke and vader and like the conversation between the two toying back and forward to then overcome and, and win the whole thing the end music where it's like that like makes me tear up every time when they're celebrating all around the galaxy yep grand grandmaster tier easily the my favorite the best of the originals for sure next up we have again this is random order by the way so i don't i don't get to pick we have the uh oh revenge of the sith that's what it is we have revenge of the sith now this is episode number three of the peak overall and it's the third one of the prequels so this is where Anakin slowly descends into the dark side and madness and eventually becomes Darth Vader. And it's the fall of the Republic, the start of the Empire. It's it's a hard movie to watch, I'm not going to lie. As a Star Wars fan, it's a hard movie to watch purely based on the story. It's just so sad. Like, you know what's going to... It's one of those movies that I find I scream at. Like, I scream a lot at this movie because I'm like, don't don't know why no like every time i watch it i hope that anakin isn't gonna do the things he does in this movie but sadly he does he falls and it's very sad to watch but in saying that it is pretty incredible start to finish i mean how how to even go through this again this movie the third one starts hard I mean, the advantage of being a third movie is you can just pick up and go, but this movie starts hard. I mean, they they land on uh, Count Dooku's or General Grievous's ship. Count Dooku has kidnapped the Chancellor. Obi-Wan and Anakin go straight in. Good bit of banter. They face Count Dooku. 
Anakin cuts off his head, which is just like, you know, it's pretty badass, but also it's sad because it's the slow start of his descent. We have the classic line from Palpatine, the, do it. And um, yeah, great start to the movie. It then gets a little politically wishy-washy, a little bit. Not too bad, but a little bit. Um, we then have like, you know, Obi-Wan hunting down General Grievous. We have Anakin sort of slowly slipping into the, the darkness um, and being refused by the Jedi Council and then Chancellor Palpatine whispering in his ear and all that jazz to the final big crescendo of Order 66 and the battle between Obi-Wan and Anakin. Oh, so good visually to watch, but just it's heart-wrenching. And then obviously he kills all the younglings and all that and then turns into Darth Vader. So it, it's pretty bad, but... As to how I'd rank this, I think I'm going to, ironically, I'm going to rank this as council member. So that's the second highest. It seems very funny because he, Anakin is allowed a seat on the council, but they do not grant him the title of, of master. And um, yeah, so he's just a council member, I guess. And that's where I'm going to rank this. Second highest tier I can. Great movie. It's just, it's, it's so sad. Um... And I think if it was a little less political, a little bit more, and obviously had a little bit of an upturn at the end, if it could be a little fun, I know it can't be because of what it is, but then it would probably be a grandmaster. But yeah, council member is perfect for this. Next up, we have, oh, a, a kind of a standalone-y kind of movie. It's Rogue One. Easy. I'm just going to say this off the bat. It's grandmaster. This is somehow... And I don't know why, but I fully stand by this. I'm going to try and talk it through right now. This is the movie that I recommend to anybody who has never seen Star Wars before. If someone hasn't seen Star Wars, I'm, I just say watch Rogue One. Because it's the most normal, not really too, too crazy sci-fi movie that's directed and acted with such seriousness to it. And no... I wouldn't even say this movie's for kids. It just seems straight up like a pure thriller action adventure movie. Like, it's just so good. And the final scene of this movie setting up the original, it also just makes sense. Like, you could watch this movie and then go back to the originals and then go through it and, and you'll sort of, you'll be on track for the storyline. Um, but yeah, the final 10 minutes of this movie with Darth Vader going ham Oh my goodness. I went to the cinema three times to see this. Not that that's much of an achievement because I've seen every movie, Star Wars movie that's come out in the past 10 years, three times in the cinema. And I literally the whole time was watching the movie, like excited watching the movie, but I knew that the final scenes were coming up and was, I was way too excited for it. Um, Yeah, it's Grandmaster. It's great. Start to finish. The character depth is great. It's It doesn't need lightsabers and the force and all that to, to carry this movie or classic characters they're pretty much all new characters um it does have darth vader in it and there is a lightsaber scene and a, and a force scene and all that sort of stuff but it doesn't rely on that you know it introduces new characters and it just has such a gripping story and dramatic scary story that it it carries its own weight so yeah grandmaster for sure next up we have solo a star wars story Hmm. Oh boy. This is gonna be a tricky one to do. Um Right, so Solo Star Wars story is basically the the origin story of Han Solo. 
And it's all about how he became a smuggler and met up with Chewie, got the Millennium Falcon. And I don't really, I still don't really know what it's trying to set up other than that. Like, there's the Empire, which already exists. So he's, you know, he enlists into the Empire because he must be a pilot. And also he needs to get off where he is. He's on like a, he's in like a, Honestly, it's like an Oliver Twist sort of like pickpocketing kid group. But yeah, he, he's on the run. And so he signs Enlist for the Empire so he can escape. And then he sort of escapes from the Empire and then, you know, goes off. But there's not really like a big bad of this movie. They introduce Darth Maul and Kira um, as Crimson Dawn. And unless you read the comic books, it never really goes anywhere in the movies. Um, that being said, I am yet to finish Andor, and maybe there's a chance of something happening there. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, just this movie just doesn't really go anywhere. It gives you the origin story of Han Solo, and that's pretty much the only thing you get out of this. And unfortunately for me, I never really liked Han Solo. He's just a bit of a dick. Um... Like yeah, I guess he's a he's a scoundrel, and you know he's he's entertaining and he provides some value. But I mean, Chewie is the real star of that show. But yeah, he's just a bit of a knob. In this movie, he's he's you just see him being a knob most of the movie, and I'm just yeah, I'm not for it. This is gonna be the the lowest ranked one on my list, which is a shame because when I first saw this movie in cinemas. I was very, very excited. I, I really enjoyed watching it. It was it was great. It was cool. But it did, it really hasn't held longer. And the fact that they introduced Darth Maul again, which is my favorite character in Star Wars, and then he's just been dropped completely because this movie obviously tanked, didn't do so well. It's just sad. Um, yeah, kind of upset me. So this is the lowest rank. This is going to be a youngling. Moving on. All right, there's the Clone Wars TV show movie, but I'm not including that. That's basically, even though it's a movie, it's it's part of the TV show, so I'm not going to include that. All right, we have Empire Strikes Back. Oh, buddy boy. Now, this is, I think this is the highest ranked Star Wars movie of all time. So that automatically grants it into the top three. Like, I I can't deny that. Like, I know what this movie is. So Empire Strikes Back is the second of the original series it is episode number five and it's a good one starts on the snowy planet of hoth and we have luke um in a little bit of trouble and han comes to rescue him and then we have the battle of hoth which is pretty damn cool all the 8080s darth uh, vader comes to town <laughs> sounds like a christmas song and then we get Luke goes to Dagobah. He trains with Yoda, which is cool. Um, we start seeing that. And then it ends up in Cloud City, which is a trap set. And Han Solo gets frozen in carbonite. Luke fights Vader for the first time. Loses his hand. We all find out that Darth Vader, Vader being the German word for father, he actually is his father. Famous scene, Luke, I am your father. And that's that. That's the movie, all wrapped up. Very entertaining all the way through. Lots that you find out in this movie for the storyline, and it looks visually pretty damn good the whole way, especially Hoth. Hoth, Hoth looks really, really cool. Um, 
I'm going to give this... For me, it's a, it's a council member, so it's the second highest one I can. It's not Grandmaster level for me. There's just always something about it that I think is... I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's just I, I honestly cannot put my finger on it. There's just something about it that doesn't... I think maybe, again, probably the same as uh, Revenge of the Sith, is that I don't have... It doesn't have that happy upswing for me. Like, it ends pretty sad. Same as Revenge of the Sith. And maybe that's what it's missing. I think it's missing that lighthearted, like, happy Star Wars vibe that I like. I like a little victory at the end. And both these movies end on a sour note. So, they're going to both be council members. And I think that's fair. Star Wars, to me, is an escape from the real world. So, having that happy ending, it means a lot. Uh, so, yeah. That's why. Okay. Next, we have The Force Awakens. Now, this is... Is it the best of the sequel trilogy? Hmm. I guess we're going to find out. <laughs> That's the whole point of this episode. We will find out. Um, so, this is, the f this is episode number seven. This is the first of the Disney sequels. This is introduces Rey, Kylo Ren, Finn, BB-8... Um, we have Han Solo back as a much older Han Solo, Leia's back as an older Leia, there is no Luke in this movie, um, and yeah, well I say there is no Luke in this movie, I'm fascinated, maybe the very end of the movie there is Luke, yeah, the very, 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 very end of the movie there's a Luke, okay, um, but yeah, first Disney movie, and honestly, I liked it a lot, I saw it in cinema, I was super excited for it, it delivered for me, but there is a very obvious reason why it delivered, and that's because this movie is a complete ripoff of the original Star Wars movie, A New Hope. Um, we open up with a, a desert somebody special, but we don't know who she is yet special. Um, she gets stolen plans from a droid. <laughs> She then makes her way and finds her way to the Rebel Alliance. And then through the Rebel Alliance, they find out about the Big Bad World. And then they have to go and blow up the Big Bad World by shooting it in a special hole that they don't seal up for some reason and it blows up. And there we go. It's the same movie. But with that said, I'm going to rank it the same as I ranked A New Hope because... I don't think it's better than A New Hope, but it it's really good. It's It's got Star Wars all wrapped up to a T. It's the perfect light and dark. It's the perfect bit of funny with a bit of serious, with a lot of emotional moments and plenty of lightsabers, blasters, and cool spaceships. So, yeah, I'm granting it the above. It's, it's the third highest. It's going to be a master right next to A New Hope. I think that seems fair. Right. Next one up is... The Last Jedi. So this is the eighth movie, the second of the Disney sequels, and it's it's a it's a difficult one to rank. My biggest gripe with this movie is that from start to finish, there really isn't much of a change. So I'll run through the the description of this movie very briefly. So basically, this is the one where they pick up. And they are on the run from the First Order in their spaceship. And they're running out of fuel. 
Um, Ray is with Luke going through her Jedi training. They go to Cantobite, the casino place, to find the master code breaker who then doesn't really come that much in handy. I mean, I guess, yeah, it's not really anything. Ray then gets onto Snoke's ship with Kylo Ren. They then, Kylo Ren surprised Quist, kills Snoke. They have that really cool lightsaber battle, in all fairness. They end up on this uh, salty planet. And then Luke Force appears himself to fight Kylo Ren. They then escape, and that's pretty much it. But yeah, there's just not really anything happens between the start of this movie and the end of the movie, and that kind of annoys me, because they're on the run from the First Order, and by the end of the movie, they're still on the run by the First Order. No one died or changed. I mean, tell a big fat lie, Luke died. But, <laughs> okay, fair enough, Luke dies. That's a pretty big moment. Um, yeah, it's, it's a tricky one. Honestly, it's not my favorite. It's not my favorite. When I first watched it, I liked it, but there was a lot of things I, I nitpicked about this movie, and I really did nitpick this one to shreds. I really wanted to like it, and I think first few watchings I did like it, but then again, it's just not aged as well. So... Hmm. I'm going to put this in Padawan, which is the second lowest. Um, it's going to be right there next to um, episode number two, uh, Attack of the Clones, and I think that's a fair ranking for it. Okay, moving on. I only have two movies left, and this one is Phantom Menace, episode one, the very first Star Wars one, the first of the prequel series. It's Grandmaster, obviously. I've spoken about this forever. It's my favorite movie. Now, here's the thing. This is just my list. If this was me guessing what the rest of the world would think, obviously it wouldn't be number one. I get that. I know Jar Jar Binks is annoying as an adult and problematic, and I know there's a lot of political jargony stuff in this, but the movie from start to finish flows and it's got action all the way through and it's got good action all the way through. And it's sort of, if you take the original Star Wars movies, Return of the Jedi is my favorite because it's the most Jedi movie. You know, Luke is doing lightsaber stuff and force stuff and, you know, Jedi things. And episode one, Phantom Menace, takes the Jedi and shows them in their prime. You know, like they're, they're doing a lot of Jedi things. There's lightsaber battles. There's force usage. There's Anakin as a youngling being able to pod race using his force abilities there without even knowing that there are force abilities. That's pretty cool. We get Darth Maul. We get an awesome space battle. Cool spaceships. We get lots and lots and lots of cool aliens and planets and, and you know, Star Warsy space stuff. So, yeah, for me... It's Grandmaster Cheer. It's it's awesome. It's got everything I love about Star Wars. And this movie is the reason why I love Star Wars the way I do. So it has to be Grandmaster. Next we have, and lastly, we have Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. And holy crap, what a controversial theme. Feel, feel. This is episode number nine. This is the third of the Disney uh, sequels and the last Star Wars movie to come out. Oh. <sighs> Okay, let's just go through the synopsis. So, basically, the scroll opens up, and it says that Palpatine is back out of nowhere. Who, like, literally out of nowhere. Palpatine, he's just back. 
Um, Kylo Ren goes to see him. We see that he truly is back. We then have the First Order now turned into the Final Order. Um, the Rebels and Rey are trying their best to find uh, what Luke was looking for. And Luke was looking for Exegol. And they're trying to find Exegol, which is where the Sith world is, to go and kill Palpatine and save the world before and it, it all starts bad. Uh, the Final Order have a bunch of really bad ships, and they they all have laser cannons, like death planet killers on them. Okay, right. As I described the movie, it's getting worse and worse. <sighs> okay, so this is a movie that I really liked. Like, I loved it. I saw it in the cinema. I cried a couple of times, and every time I've seen it since, I cry at those exact spots again. So it has an emotional hold on me. But also, anytime I actually think about this movie and I talk out loud about this movie, it's hard not to nitpick how stupid it is. I'm yawning talking about it. It's very rude. I'm sorry, everyone. Um, clearly, I'm not drinking my morning cup of coffee like you guys are. Um, yeah, it's it's not a good movie, is it? Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do a, a huge switcheroo here because looking at this this chart in front of me, it's not right. I'm going to move up Episode 2 and The Last Jedi to the rank of Knight, okay? They're now the rank of Knight, so that's the third lowest. So there's Youngling, Padawan, Knight, which these are now ranked at, Master, Council Member, Grandmaster. And I'm going to slot in where Episode 2 and Last Jedi were into Padawan. I'm going to put The Rise of Skywalker. Because it is dumb. Palpatine should not have come back. He should not have. It was a bad idea. It completely undoes everything about the Anakin sort of storyline. And that's so upsetting. It's so upsetting that they that they did that. Like, Anakin was the chosen one. He was supposed to bring balance to the Force, which he does. He falls and becomes Darth Vader, but then he does bring the balance back by defeating the Emperor. Which, arguably, he couldn't have done as a Jedi. So, you know, to then bring Palpatine back and have him create the final order, which is even worse than the Empire and all of that jazz, it just completely undoes all of what the original six movies were building towards. So that is very annoying. But they give a very well done, I think, emotional moment to um, Carrie Fisher, plays Princess Leia as she passes, and they give you know they they do that all very very well and that's the emotional part that i really get attached to in this movie um and also chewbacca they do really well in this movie and lando and they bring back some classics and the final battle scene against palpatine and all of that is great and the 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 switch of of ben solo back to the good so it's definitely not the worst movie but it's it really it hurts, but it has good moments. It does have very good moments. And visually, it looks stunning. This whole movie looks incredible. So there we go. It will get the rank of Padawan. All right. So that's the ranking done. And here we go. Let's go through this. We have in the Youngling, the lowest category, we have Solo, Star Wars Story. In Padawan, we have Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. In Night, we have Episode 2, Attack of the Clones, and The Last Jedi. We have in the rank of Master, New Hope and Force Awakens. In the rank of Council Member, we have Revenge of the Sith and Empire Strikes Back. In the rank of Grandmaster, we have Return of the Jedi, Rogue One, and Episode One. 
So now I'm just going to do a quick little shuffle of these around, and I'm going to rank my favorite movies from most favorite to least favorite. And it is done. Okay, so my least favorite Star Wars movie of all time is A Solo, A Star Wars Story. My next least favorite, how many movies are there? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. So my 10th favorite movie is Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. My ninth favorite movie is Star Wars Last Jedi. My eighth favorite movie is Star Wars Attack of the Clones, episode number two. My seventh favorite movie, Star Wars Force Awakens. My sixth favorite movie is Star Wars A New Hope. My fifth favorite movie is Star Wars Revenge of the Sith. My fourth favorite movie is Empire Strikes Back. My third favorite movie, top three, is Rogue One in third place. Return of the Jedi in second place, and The Phantom Menace in first place. Thank you all so much for listening. We're just going to do a hard cut right there, because this one's been a bit longer than the normal sort of 20-minute sort of morning episodes. I hope everybody has an amazing week. If there's not an episode coming out, there, there, there will be a Christmas episode coming out, so don't worry about that. But hope you all have an amazing Christmas, and enjoy your time off. Spend it with family and loved ones if you can. If not, if you're by yourself... You can listen to all our podcasts and know that me and John here at the Pineapple Theory wish you a very happy Christmas, happy holidays, whatever you celebrate, and we'll see you soon. Thanks, everyone. Bye.